Happy Monday, 5th of July. Welcome to the show. Hope you had a good weekend. We had a great weekend here in Gardenia. Uh, Joey is in the co-host chair today in studio. Got a lot going on. We got news to catch up on. Something happened yesterday. Really, I mean, interesting. I, 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 the only way I took in Independence Day, because we didn't, we didn't was it, was it a holiday do anything yesterday? differently yesterday. Some things. It really some things going on. Nothing different. It was just another glorious weekend here. But uh the COVID restrictions in juxtaposition to we're celebrating freedom and independence. I'm not hopeful, but it seemed like there was a day that we had in the middle of this thing yesterday where at least for a second, people were kind of chill. Now, this is gets us back to the big questions. Monday, we got a bit of a COVID block. We're probably going to just be doing this like once per week now. It, I, I mean, I, I, I hope this isn't how they're tricking us into paying less attention to what's going on, right? Because that would be, if you were really, really cynical, Biden says we're, we're not quite independent from COVID yet. We're not ready to declare it. And you go, well, you know, what's, what's the... Uh, Similarity between 1776 and 2021, the Americans were fighting off a government problem. <laughs> uh, Governments are problems? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, on this note, there's a meme I shared, and it's you know, the hand doing this thing with the fingers, like, so going really close together. And it says, how close humanity is and then the bottom to realizing that our governments are all criminal rackets. Did you share that from my page? I shared that. Story. I don't know. I think I got it from the uh, John McAfee Memorial Crack House Telegram group. I like that. I like it. Um. Yeah. Better way to memorial. Yeah. But does it does it not? Do you, do you get that feeling? I hope you get that feeling too right now. I, I'm. The big thing that you can, you really can't deny is shifting, is the lessening and the brutality of the police state. And that means so much across so many different issues, so many different levels. You think about the drug war coming to an end. Again, undeniable major and it's not just hey america's not gonna lock up millions of people for victimless crimes every year or at least not, not those victimless crimes <laughs> we're still, we, oh tax evasion fuck you you're still going to jail uh but no victimless crimes with drugs at least that's going away like we like stop and i i I haven't. I, I I should say this every day, but I, it's it's been at least a week now since we've just stepped back and marveled at 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 the at the the collapse. I mean, of this 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 phenomena of the drug war was a building. Well, wasn't you? We would be watching it in the middle of a slow, controlled demolition freefall. If we if we look at government. As, as like a multi-tentacled beast slapping away at the people, grabbing us, feeding off us. Like the what we are witnessing is 
one of its limbs, one of the ones that is most violent and abusive going gangrenous. And the, the beast having to saw it off, go, Because the, the government doesn't want to give up the racket of the drug war, but it has to to save the core of its racket of the banking industry, right? Meanwhile, the oceans are on fire. <laughs> As is quick, quick, uh, quick natural, dis- I, I guess, unnatural disaster. Check in before we get to producer notes and the comment contest for the d- day. Jim, can you get this on screen here? Just like, hey, fun sign of the times, right? Yeah. yeah. And this is, this like, I don't think this is that big of a deal. I say that as you, like, go, holy fuck. It's not a big deal. Yeah, no. The ocean normal. The ocean is on fire, yes. Uh, no, what, what you're looking at is uh, from Pemex. Pemex, 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 I think that's how you say it. The uh, Mexican... State-owned oil and gas company with a pipeline in the ocean uh, that ruptured and uh, is now spouting and on fire with such force that it's it it. I mean, this is not like a crazy like in and of itself. You go, okay, when I was in the Marines, like, we trained for ocean oil slick fires because you put oil on water on a fire it's still gonna burn like it's just a cool thing about physics you know yes science how did they let this thing catch on fire though and it's coming in like a perfect spout and you go uh yeah and of course there are people comparing this to the bp oil spill and they and then well that was a private company. This one stayed doesn't fucking matter. Private company state owned in the corporatist government world we live in. Bad people are protected from liability when they do bad things or when they're responsible for bad things, even if it's just through negligence. And it's because of a corporate insurance policy, government subsidization, all sorts of other corporate policy that really it's really about moving the money. You know, if we can if we can take the liability out of the situation, look how much we can get away with ripping people off. So uh the oceans are on fire. That's normal. There are glitches in the matrix. Cats and dogs. humanity is said that the, the drug war is ending. The police the brutality of the police state is is radically lessening. I want I want to try to balance my case here with some financial stuff. You like Bitcoin and crypto. Slow growing. And it's it's one of these things like the human brain is not really evolved to analyze massive social phenomena over generational time scales. But it's kind of hard not to when you have you despite the censorship on the internet it is still an extremely powerful marketplace of ideas and the important compelling analyses rise to the top so with all of that happy mental health monday i think we've got some fun stories about that we've got the moors attacked by Massachusetts State Police 
We've got countries not even counting, at least Singapore, a country, not even publicly. We're going to treat COVID like the flu. And of course, good news on the state in history with that. Jim, give us the producer notes. What's going on? Good morning to you. That's a great, uh, a great visual for the morning here. The ocean on fire. That was pretty crazy looking. If you'd like to see that video over and over and over and over and over again, you can find the link for it right there at t.me forward slash Adam versus man. That's a public telegram channel that we run. Uh, so you can keep up with everything that's going on with the show. It's an excellent time. Uh, we should have a contest today in which somebody's going to win access to our private producers club. But if you don't feel like participating in contests, you can just buy your way into the Producers Club for 10 bucks a month on our Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash Adam versus the man. One, five, ten and fifty dollars a month of the different levels to support the show. Ten dollars a month gets you access to the private Producers Club, which is an excellent backstage good time with everyone from the show and everyone that supports the show. Uh, next, we got homefrontbattlebuddies.com. Awesome veterans nonprofit organization that holds retreats up there in Gardenia. Uh, all of your donations at homefrontbattlebuddies.com are tax deductible. So feel free to throw all of your tax deduction money into homefrontbattlebuddies.com. It's the best cause on the website on the internet right now. Next, we got Instagram at the Garden of Freedom. That's where you can find pictures and videos of everything going on up there in life in Gardenia. All the fur babies, kittens and cats and dogs, stars, Adam with his shirt off, all kinds of stuff you can find at Instagram at the Garden of Freedom. So definitely give that a view and uh, stimulate your eyeballs with the pleasures of Gardenia, the crypto6.com. You can donate different cryptocurrencies as seen on the screen here through these QR codes to help these guys with their uh, legal funds. This button at the top here shows you the address. You can write to Mr. Nobody who's still locked in a cage because those bastards are bastards. So write to him, let him know you're supporting them and you're going to help them. Next, gogreenenergyonline.com, the best website we send people to that are thinking about getting off grid. You can even go off grid even if you're living in the city. You just got to put some solar power, some micro wind power, learn all about zero energy homes. You can do that and do it yourself at zero en or excuse me, at gogreenenergyonline.com. Thank you very much and enjoy the show. All right, with that, co-host Joey Lee joins us in studio. Good morning, Jim. Mary Jane. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Well, well, just yeah. Well, no, we had a we had we had a really good, we, we had us we got up on sleep over the weekend and like ruined it last night. We're we're well, you know, it, it's funny because here in Gardenia, we've had uh we had a hot we had a heat wave like middle of June. Yeah, it got up over a hundred. And it gets it got like. Here as hot as it ever gets here it hit 105 106 was i think the highest i saw and i didn't i'm not i don't care enough to measure precisely and so because the numbers are, are just one way that our puny human minds try to wrap themselves around reality there, uh but no it got it, 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 it got up to yeah like 108? No, 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 no. It was it was, here yeah, it that did. wasn't that it hot. Did. I made a but, meme when it was 108 degrees out. How did you see? Where did you see 108? On one of my one of your apps. weather apps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this is the thing with the weather apps. I have two on my phone, and here they're usually about 10 degrees apart. Let's see. One says 77. 
And one says 75. This is actually the closest they've ever been to each other. I'll be completely honest. That's not bad. Usually there's an 8 to 12 degree variant, which, I mean, 80 is a lot different than 90. Yeah, no kidding. A lot different. So what's our comment contest today? No, I haven't thought about it. It's Mental Health Monday. <laughs> We're winning the drug war. The oceans are on fire. <laughs> I don't I don't even know. I, I think do we make a best title for the 2021 comic book, which is in fact 2020 continued? Mm. That's worded weird. How about your favorite glitch in the matrix? Ooh, there's been a lot of glitches. I, I, do people understand what I mean when I say that? I think it's one of those sort of okay, so let's explain this. You want to unpack this term? The glitch matrix, in the matrix. The glitch in the matrix. Remember, remember the glitch. Okay, so in the matrix, and maybe I'm I'm not using it perfectly true to the concept in the movie. So if you think back to the Matrix movies, when they're they're teaching Neo, right? He's just come out of the goo pod, and he's now getting plugged back into the matrix from Morpheus's ship, the Nebuchadnezzar, right? And he's got the thing plugged into the back of his brain, and now he's. Whoop, into the matrix back into the, sim the simulation and they mention there are glitches in the matrix every now and then and it's when the plan the central planners of the world the 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 misters the agent smiths change something because they have the power to do that right it's all it's all fake they can you know like remember so there's the deja vu when sees the black cat twice and they were like what deja wait vu? deja vu right Oh, it's a glitch in the matrix. The bad guys are coming. And and I don't mean to say like, oh, a glitch. Because you know what? Fuck, now I'm scaring myself. Do the glitches in the I matrix bring the mean, bad guys coming? Right? Where millions of people remember something one way that it supposedly never happened. Never yeah, happened. You check the records out. Yeah. People, so... I Do I doubt glitches in the matrix? And no, no, but do they mean the bad guys are coming? I don't know. Does it mean the bad guys are coming? It could mean the bad guys are coming. It means something's changed. So the bad guys are coming or the good guys just prevented the bad guys from See, I, I think when, maybe glitches in the Matrix isn't the right term. Because I think it's like... Then there's that scene where Neo like blows shit up and everything like gets like violent shaking with lightning green cracking in it, uh, right? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that part. No, it's like there are cracks in the matrix. Sure. It's not glitches. I'm using the term wrong. I really should stop saying that. But it's like cracks in the fault line. To say it's a glitch, you would say it's, it's but not glitch is the to common term. Change, uh, yeah. yeah like but they're like they're like fault lines, fissures in the matrix. For many years. There's gotta be some matrix fanboys in your listening base. Like what is it a glitch? Older guys, no a glitch in the matrix. Or a crack. Well, it's a glitch might be like a more encompassing term, but I think glitch when we say glitch in the matrix is like too specific a reference. Tara the dog says on YouTube, if I remember correctly, the deja vu was an update in the system. You're right, right. Well, in that case, in the case with the black cat deja vu, the update was you're surrounded by Agent Smiths who are about to fuck you up, <laughs> right? And you go, uh. Uh, well, the FBI just showed up like a couple weeks ago. Here, is that is that was that a glitch in the matrix, or was that just, just was, that, 
Was that, you know, was that a warning sign? But I, I don't think that's, that's not what I'm talking about. That's, I, I, what I'm talking about is, is like major fall. Like, okay, let me, the matrix, because, because we talk about the matrix as a metaphor, right? And <laughs> some people talk about it. So I talk about it as a metaphor, not a possible explanation for reality. Um, I know we talk about it that way sometimes too. But <laughs> the, the human society has built up this matrix, this paradigm of society that is the sum of yeah, human matrix. thoughts and understanding. And the reason the movie is a powerful metaphor is that when you look at it that way, the matrix of the reality of the human paradigm is largely shaped by programmers. I yeah, I like literally not even figuratively. You've got what? How many the the, the major media corporations shaping your thoughts and your actions completely? down to now the cell phones whose algorithms know when to show you what to show you it's crazy ed's got a crazy uh crazy thing to report here uh ed's watching on youtube ed, ed Vallejo. ed when are you coming back bro i'll see you soon uh my recurring glitch in the matrix is setting something on a flat level surface turn around to walk away and the object goes shooting onto the floor like an interdimensional being kicked it <laughs> No, not talking no, about those glitches. I don't want that glitch. No. Yeah, yeah, I haven't experienced anything quite like that yet, and we've experienced quite a lot here. Um, hmm. I mean, things go down. Things go down. So yeah, what's what's that's the comment contest? Your glitch in the matrix, but you know, what have you noticed as a glitch or a crack in the matrix? Yeah, it's funny. We like. It's Mental Health Monday. We should all be making so like that, that, that. There's there. Well, let me finish this this comparison real quick because this concept of the matrix, right, is as this this layer of of, of metaphorical. It, 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 it describes this layer of collective human thought, and a lot of it's based on lies and delusions. Government should tell you what's safe to put in your body and what isn't. And if you don't do what they say, they should lock you up. If you don't pay taxes to government, you're a bad person. If you don't do anything wrong, you have nothing to hide. Nope. You're really better off if you just obey the law without question. I mean, that's just off the top of my head, obviously. Yeah, I'm missing some big ones, but you see what I'm getting at, right? That matrix, that illusion that is the glue that holds society together. No, it is, it is the bracket that is imposed on us through those who control or seek to control in order to exploit. So with that, um, we're going to get into our story. So most important glitch in the matrix and why I just, I'm going to keep using that term glitch in the matrix, but it like, because those glitches that you think about mean bad, like drug doesn't mean bad. And everybody thinks drugs bad. Like, no, no glitch is bad. Glitch is, glitch is a bad, dysfunction, glitch. but like it's for that when it's in a bad system, it's for the good. Right. Um, 
even interdimensional cats knock stuff off flat it's surfaces. A, it's an interdimensional cat, Ed. Uh, yeah, all right. All right. Hey, on that, um, Joey, I was supposed to be hearing something. I can't hear. Can you go check on that while I get into the news block and let me know in a couple minutes if everything's okay over there? Yeah. All right. Our first story comes from Associated Press. Biden, U.S. coming back together, but COVID not yet finished. Calling a vaccination the most patriotic thing you can do, President Joe Biden on Sunday mixed the nation's birthday party with a celebration of freedom from the worst of the pandemic. He tempered the strides against COVID. Oh, wait a second. This is, we're talking about COVID. I'm supposed to take a hit of my, uh, my COVID vitamins and say, um, everything I'm about to say is just parody. Please don't censor me. All right, with that, uh, I'm sorry, we got a little distraction here. All right, little security distraction here in Gardena. I apologize. Um, okay, so a couple quotes from Biden. Today, all across this nation, we can say with confidence, America is coming back together. This year, the 4th of July is a day of special celebration. For we're emerging from the darkness of a year of pandemic and isolation, a year of pain, fear, and heartbreaking loss. Today, we're closer than ever to declaring our independence from a deadly virus. That's not to say the battle against COVID-19 is over. We've got a lot more work to do. And it's like, you mm, really... Because I'm sorry, I'm really distracted. I got, hey Jim, uh, cover for me for a minute here. I'll be right back. Okay, welcome to Jim versus Amanda, everybody. I don't have my uh, uh, logo stuff anymore because that got that got messed up. But uh, let's just continue reading the article that that he was on. So here we go. Biden wanted all Americans to celebrate, too, after enduring 16 months of disruption in the pandemic that they caused. Uh, more than 605,000 deaths. Uh, that's exaggerated. The White House encouraged gatherings and fireworks displays all around the country to mark as though ripped from a Hollywood script, the nation's independence from the virus. Yeah, as that's true. As though ripped from a Hollywood script. That is the most important thing to take from this. Let me plug this laptop in. I don't know why it's not plugged in. Uh, okay. So that's interesting. Uh, I don't know what you guys did for the 4th of July. I guess I could interlude with what, what I did. Uh, I was working mostly. And then when I got home, my neighborhood likes to enjoy their freedoms, I guess, uh, what freedoms they can get away with. Uh, I, I hesitate calling them freedoms because of the fact that at any moment they can come get uh, savagely beaten and locked in a cage for doing it. So, uh, you know, it's not really freedom. It's just something they're happening to get away with at the moment. Uh, but what people were happening to get away with at the moment last night, we had the big, huge, uh, you know, fireworks that you see at the big shows and everything. Apparently, a lot of people in our neighborhood grabbed them. So I was, I, there was one right here on the corner, like literally right outside the house. I was a 
tiny bit worried about the flares of stuff coming down and hitting the top of the house, you know, but I was ready. This gym guy seems like a solid guy. Thanks, Los. Appreciate you watching on YouTube. Uh, Adam's back so we can get my ugly mug off of here and uh, back to back to Adam. Hey, there thanks for that, Jim. Just a little weird logistics interruption here. No worries. Um, I got your back. It would be nice if we had if we had more people here so Joey and I like wouldn't have to respond to weird noises during the show. It was a glitch in the matrix. It was a, it was just another glitch in the matrix. Glitch in the matrix. Something got changed. Glitch in the matrix. I wonder what that changed. I wish one Biden of those times there'd be a go ahead. Well, go ahead and read it, Joey. Uh, Rich Clark, his glitch in the matrix. Biden running on defunding the police, then getting elected up his funding of the police. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a glitch or just business as usual? Richard? No, see, that's 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 not a well. So th I guess there are two kinds of glitches here. There's because there are there are fissures. There are big fucking fissures, like the de-escalation of the brutality of the police state, like the ending of the drug war, like the the rise of Bitcoin and the weakening of fiat currency overall. Um, but then there are glitches like they kill John McAfee, right? That's a, that's a glitch. And that's, that to me is like, there was no reason for them to do that. It's sort of, well, I don't want to say that there were lots of great reasons for them to kill John McAfee. He was going to ruin their whole game. He was going to, he was going to like, you try to extradite John McAfee. From Spain to the U.S. on tax evasion charges in 2021. Guess what? You don't get to tax people as of like 2022. <laughs> you know, like, and they want to hold like, and, and I think they will get a government will get away with a lot of taxes for a long time, like several decades, as we governments as we know them. Even even in my most optimistic view of localizing government and starting that process deliberately in the United States in the next few years, there's, uh, they're going to be, I think, use taxes. As long as they have a fiat currency or, or run any kind of monetary system, there's going to be some way that government is funded from that, obviously. Uh, import, export, you know, things that they can maintain monopolies on or quasi-monopolies on, like mail service. Uh but at some point, and, and and even corporate taxes, but I think the personal income tax, at some point, and like the I, I, the way that we're looking, and so so right now, let me let me try to make this comparison because I've never done this before. One of the reasons the war on drugs is failing is knowledge of science, right? Yeah common knowledge of science can't pull the wool over our eyes anymore is like you can't just lie to people about scientific facts that are kind of indisputable in the age of the internet like you can't tell people that masturbating will make your palms hairy and smoking pot makes black dudes want white women or you know crazy shit like that you know um or the the, the, the Jazz you know, music was the real danger Adam, psychedelics make you violent and suicidal you know shit like that um, like, no, no, you can look that shit up now. And, 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 you know, the average human on earth today has 
a much greater concept of biology than even just 30, 40 years ago. Sure. I mean, just advances in education. And there's, there's like a lagging effect of what we know of science, what can't be denied, what gets into, te- what gets into textbooks. And even then, in the pre-internet, there were a lot of lies in your textbooks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, and I think, I think of all the shit that, like, I got because I got pre-internet textbooks. Kids today are not. There's, there's like, there's just, you can't get away yeah. with. We need to go to the library and, and like actually research, like that too. All of the important and, questions and like really dig and and of course even at the library, the only thing they put in your face right away is what they wanted you to see at first, and you really really had to dig even in the beginning days of Google. Do you remember typing in? Something yes, for a report. Yeah. And it's like you just you got you frustrated. Didn't know you how to you use the internet. Yeah, there was an absolute weird for basic research. Yeah. But see now, so but here's here's the effect, right? In terms of how does the government racket operate? What can they get away with? In a scientifically educated and aware society, a politician can't get up on a stage and say we have to keep cannabis illegal because it's dangerous. They would call it marijuana. Stephen Ziskowitz on YouTube DEA says criminals won't stop being criminals if we make drugs legal. Uh, no, that's that's not that's not really how drugs work. But okay, uh, so yeah, of course the DEA would say that. My point with this is the education is eventually going to extend to economics. I mean, there for a long time, scientific education was kind of suppressed, but more controlled because government wanted to be the ones that had that and didn't want other people to have it. What's suppressed now? Economics and history. If you look at like what what are what are I, I, I don't know I'm 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 making this up as I go. Okay, um, it seems to me that the most critically oppressed areas. I mean, you, I mean, you could argue philosophy and ethics because you, if you learn ethics, like all of this falls apart, right? The whole you know non-aggression principle finally means something. Oh. Yeah, but the way that we have this undeniable understanding of drugs and biology and science as a whole right now means that you can't make claims about the drug war that are refutable with a Google search. And part of it is the development of the internet, the development of that body of human knowledge into what it is today. Because I'll tell you when one place or two places where it's not there yet. I mean, you could say for philosophy, and ethics, all the information's out there. You know, you want to look for it. Um, but when it comes to economics and history, you can't just Google search, hey, is the income tax or are progressive redistributive income taxes good for economic equality or overall economic outcomes? That's a debated topic. And bullshit, like, no, it's pretty clear. You introduce coercion into the equation, shit's going to get worse for everybody. Are we crossing that dangerous line where people are going to stop thinking for themselves and allowing their search engines to think for them so that we don't have these debates anymore? Like, I mean, that's a reality that, that we could be uh, standing on. Well, 
I look forward to the day when you can ask Google, hey, Google, who should I vote for? Jesus, you're going to set off everything. <laughs> and it tells you anybody but Republicans or Democrats. I like that. You know, or or it, even if the programmers who are going to be watching how that particular question gets answered, you know, they're going to they're going to say, well, what do you want? You know, and even if it was today, like, well, take a Nolan Chart quiz, you know, world's smallest political quiz in in order for the AI to be able to answer for you, who should you vote for? Right. We're going to be so libertarian so fast when that happens. That's, you know, that's a good comment. Content. Right. The new biggest lie, biggest textbook lie, biggest lie they sold you in school. Well, see, the, I see the the glitch in the matrix here is um, it, it, it's like a, a, a there's a pressure point that's about to become a bunch of fault lines and fissure lines, and it's economic education. And I don't I don't know is it you know Mises.org? I don't think you're going to get everybody reading Mises.org, but I think uh, and just the improvement of the internet's understanding. There's going to be a general shift to economic education. A positive shift in the route, like the amount of economic education, like the actual sheer weight of economic knowledge in the general population is going to make it so that just like today, politicians can't get up on stage and say, we have to keep pot illegal because it's dangerous. You can't get up on stage and say, well, we need to maintain the income tax because it's essential for economic equality. <laughs> it's going to sound just as ridiculous. All right, back to our COVID block and the headlines. Thehill.com. Pressure grows for Biden to ease pandemic travel bans. And I'm like, wait, we still have travel bans in effect? That's, fuck, oh, yeah. That's how you know it's the new normal, when it sucks and you just go, oh, yeah. And even, I didn't, I got so used to that, I forgot I would gotten used to that. I mean, really, there are travel bans. Like, the, the whole, like, inter, a lot of international travel is just, like, not happening. This is a weird thing that I have to remind myself of right now that like, wow, we are living in a globally disconnected world compared to just like a couple of years ago. The Biden administration is coming under pressure to ease travel bans for international tourists that were originally put in place to stem the spread of the COVID-19 pandemic. With Europe opening its borders to American tourists and vaccination rates increasing in the U.S., public health experts and travel industry groups are saying the time is right to restart international travel. Secretary of State Antony Blinken has said that the U.S. is looking to the advice of medical experts on the best course of action, but that a group of American and European officials are working together on an agreement. But critics say the administration needs to move faster, slamming travel bans as unrelated to the spread of COVID-19 and raising concern about the loss of revenue from international business travel, summer vacations, and foreign students trying to arrive before the fall semester. Now, unrelated to the spread of COVID-19, um, what's interesting about this is I, there's a similar catching up effect with this. Like you can, I, I, I'm still optimistic. And I mean, this is the bigger question we haven't asked for a while. Are we coming out of COVID with positive momentum or negative momentum? Did it set back human progress or did it accelerate human progress? And right now, you look at, we're still assessing the damage from like this first main impact going back to the lockdowns, shutdowns, travel bans, and forced unemployment crisis and the impending slow rollout forced eviction crisis that's coming right now. And so 
this the actual state of this the u.s entry bans target travelers from china iran the eu the uk ireland brazil and south africa that's that's a very big chunk of the world but even that i you know i think too like when it came to civil disobedience or just passive gentle resistance with masks uh saying hey no i have a medical condition please let me be here without a mask i'm not just doing that for myself like because i really am gonna suffer wearing a mask i should under their bull all their bullshit you know mandates and regulations by all accounts not be wearing a mask anyway but i think about all the people who have autistic children who are being who are being harassed about not wearing masks just people with kids in general like you know who are who are hard to deal with in public and now you have to have everybody masked up and make them afraid or try to control them on this whole other level and i I think about people with mental disorders with just mental health issues and and it's like you know they they don't want like restrict the breathing of somebody with chronic anxiety and tell me how they're gonna feel even if it's not that direct say it's someone like me who might get some kind of allergy or even acne aggravation, and I'm just going to wear my mask, minimal compliance in public. I'm going to sip drinks as much as I can, you know, but now if I had anxiety issues or social anxiety or something, or even if I don't, but it's like, oh, fuck, now if I do this, people around me are going to bug me that much more, and it's like, eh, I'll just stay home. It It reminds me of that uh, rant from the, from the movie network. So you just stay at home in your living rooms and say, leave me alone. Give me my microwave and my steel belted radials and I won't say anything. Yeah. Howard Beale. Rearranged. Hey, Twitch comment. <laughs> Twitch doesn't have a like button, I guess. But we do have a comment from <laughs> Twitch. <laughs> from Jim Freedom. Yeah. Thanks, Jim. Thanks, Jim. Are we supposed to be? Uh, we're supposed to be like promoting Twitch this week. Yeah, we need to have like a Twitch Thursday this week. Twitch only comments for the rest of the show, for the rest of the week. Yeah, after today, only comments on screen. That's for it. Comment con- will be from Twitch. That's so get over to Twitch at? right now. You have until the end of the show today to sign up, make a Twitch account, and follow us on Twitch, and you can comment there. The sun, the-sun.com, the U.S. sun. New normal, Singapore to become one of First Nations to stop counting COVID cases as it plans to treat virus like the flu. Singapore could become one of the first countries to stop recording daily COVID case numbers in a bid to get life back to normal by treating the virus like the flu. The Southeast Asian country has recorded just 36 deaths since the start of the pandemic by implementing draconian rules to curb the infection rate, and officials now want to ditch measures such as counting infection numbers each day. Yeah, yeah, they're there. As to the UK, MSN has this headline, msn.com from News 18, face masks to become personal choice as UK lifts COVID-19 lockdown. The use of face masks as protection against coronavirus will become a matter of personal choice as the UK lifts legal lockdown measures in place later this month, a cabinet minister said on on Sunday. Housing Secretary Robert Jenrick said there will be a move toward 
towards greater personal responsibility as the UK prepares to end lockdown restrictions from July 19. His comments came as several UK media reports on Sunday indicated that Prime Minister Boris Johnson is preparing to declare an end to compulsory face masks and other measures during the course of the week. Quote, it does look as if thanks to the success of the vaccine program that we now have the scope to roll back those restrictions and return to a normality as far as possible, Jenrick told the BBC. We now have to move into a difficult period where we learn to live with the virus, we take precautions, and we as individuals take personal responsibility. When asked if the requirements to wear face masks in certain settings will definitely go, he added, quote, I can't make that commitment this morning because the Prime Minister will make an announcement in the coming days. It does look as if the data is in the right place. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, I, we knew we were coming to a point where it wasn't really sustainable, but I wonder, I mean, I'm still not, I don't feel safe that the, the I mean, there was a great, I mean, remember that scene from Jurassic Park? God, this is taking away. This movie's so great. Have people yeah. seen, have young kids seen Jurassic Park? I think so. Because I saw this in like <laughs> another dumb meme group. I'm on with Twitter or something where it's like, but remember, remember uh, who's who's the fat bad IT guy? Remember, uh, and he's got some Norman some other Nelson, no. Norman from Norman? Seinfeld, yeah. right? Yeah, that guy. Um, and he, he uh, the, the the big bad scheming guy comes and he's like, I hope they don't recognize me here. And he goes, Look, nobody cares. <laughs> and, and so the meme is. Like it's got that guy, but with the virus over his head, so it's virus head dude. It's going, it's the new Delta variant. Everybody, look, it's the new Delta variant. See, See? nobody cares. <laughs> it's like, is that is that the reception for? Has that been the reception for the Delta variant fear mongering? All that, like, uh, no, because remember, we knew this from the beginning. We haven't talked about this, and it, it seems old now. But it, it, as long as it's relevant, sometimes we have to go over this stuff. That the normal co course of viruses as they mutate is to get more viral and less deadly natural selection applies to viruses duh they don't want to kill their hosts they don't want to be such a threat that they can't be transmitted they want to be uh and and, and so they want to be more viral empty on youtube comments i wore my freedom shirt yesterday at six flags got a couple of stairs no mask everywhere open california oh six flags california so freedom t-shirt and no mask outdoors at six flags in California. Are they during a pandemic? Are they doing masks still like, all right. Hash pothead on Twitch. Thank you. Hello from Scotland. All right. First international comment of the day. Thank you for that. All right. To APnews.com GOP Congressman flouts mask rules on airline flight to Texas. And the funny thing is they've got him on a, in, in, in this picture here. They're trying to catch, um, who is this? Rep Republican representative Chip Roy. You know, I don't know why I'm covering this story, but he's holding a drink in this picture. You got that on scale? He's holding, it looks like a bottle of Coke or something, right? Like a plastic Coke bottle that sure. he brought on the plane. Coke zero. For the purpose of not having to wear a mask because he's drinking on the flight, walking or talking and drinking. And, they're trying, you know, I hate this flouts mask rules. That's not objective. That's anyway, not nearly as important as our next story to appreciate still 
what a relatively overall benign relationship we have with government here in the United States. Because while we are experiencing COVID American style, the rest of the world is in many ways having a much more difficult go of it. DNYUZ.com. Two men have been jail, been in jail for 45 days for saying, can you guess what they said? They said, cow poop and piss can't cure COVID. <laughs> yeah. So Wait, wait. Now, where are we? Come on, think about it. Cow, where would they say cow poop and piss can't or can cure, cure COVID? Where that? would that be the official line? What government might hypothetically could get away with saying that cow poop and piss cure COVID? And if you disagree, we're going to put you in jail. Come on, think about it. Think about it. Sacred cows come from India. Happy cows come from California. California. Sacred cows come from India. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fuck with those yeah. cows in India, man. On May 13, police forcibly took a journalist and an activist from their homes and threw them in prison. They've been in jail since. Their crime? Facebook posts that criticized Prime Minister Narendra Modi's party for recommending cow dung and piss as cures for COVID-19. Is this what we should start calling the vaccines? The cow piss? Injectable cow piss? Sure. The government wants to inject. Because, you know, in India, they said cow piss. The government said cow piss was the cure. All right, we got to get into this. In India's Manipur state, a sparsely populated region about the size of New Jersey, police came at night to arrest political activist Arendro Lycombaum. That's a cool name. Lycombaum's brother, Sikendro. Sikendro Lycombaum. Told Vice World News, quote, it was traumatic for my parents. The cops pushed my mother while making the arrest. Of course. And the, the other thing is the... the sort of expectation of accountability of, of government just not being a piece of shit. Like we're actually pretty far along in the United States. It, it's this weird dichotomy because in many ways, texturally in terms of like rule of law or in terms of like due process being taken care of as citizens of the empire, we, we have it pretty good in the United States. And the, the split dichotomy is despite that, we have a government that is responsible for the most human suffering around the world, the biggest transfers of wealth and power from the poor to the rich. So in, in a lot of countries, they're, they're really behind in that way. Um, and India is a big enough government. Don't worry. It's got its own rackets. It's got its own banking industry. Some three miles away, police barged into the home of journalist Kishorachandra Wankam. Wankam? Wankam. To arrest him, too. They assaulted him in front of his three young children, his wife said. His wife, Ranjita Alangbaum, told Vice World News, My three-year-old daughter pooped in her pajamas and started crying as my seven-year-old tried to calm her. That's not a cure for COVID. Like Obama and Ron Ken of history of speaking on social media against members of the ruling Bharatara, Bharatiya Janata Party and their policies, and they've gotten into trouble for it before. This time they were arrested under India's draconian National Security Act, an old colonial law 
Of course. That gives the Indian state powers to arrest and detain suspects for up to 12 months, even without a formal charge or trial. Now, I just, there, there's something, I, I have to go, like, definition Nazi for a second here. Um, it gives you the power? It gives you the powers, really? No, no, it gives you the excuse to be an asshole. Like, let's, what are laws? Like, real, like, oh, I get, I wrote something on paper and now I have a power that I didn't before. Or a bunch of us voted on it. People who claim to represent you and we voted on it, this thing we wrote down on a piece of paper and now our enforcers can use violence against you. Healthy disrespect on YouTube comments. There's a video from Australia that was beating up an old guy for no mask and arrested his wife too for filming it. See, I be, I would think Australia is a Commonwealth country. Like, you think of Countries where where citizens have successfully demanded dignity, at least, uh, it, we have sort of gotten to that point in first world countries. I would think Australia and New, New Zealand, uh, sort, sort of like main British Commonwealth countries, perhaps. Um, you're a lot. I mean, you most of Europe. I hate to think of this as a white European thing, but it's more like a wealth thing. Right. It's, it's overall social progress that we've got our governments to stop treating us like absolute garbage continuously and instead treat us like protected citizens of the empire, like milk cows on a milking machine. That's right. It's, it's still progress. Very accurate. Right. As opposed to, I, I don't know, like some lesser form of, of chattel slavery or of, of, of uh, like livestock. It's progress. No, no. But let's appreciate I think it's more of a wealth thing. I mean, like, like Japan, you know, it's, it's not just a European thing. You like, what are the wealth, wealthier parts of Asia uh, or even Africa, although it might be a more of a colonial legacy thing. When you think about South Africa, um, Israel, uh, you know, being wealthy is still a little bit better on this count than most. Where else do we see, I mean, about parts of South America, wealthier parts of South America generally have better respect for civil rights, not you know, less sort of brutality yeah. uh, by the state. Um, so I think it's sort of a global trend that generally favors Europeans because we have been favored. I, yeah, I'm European, Jewish and German. So, yes, I can say we are European and not have to split hairs. Are we, the majority but, of us, not all mutts at this point. That's true. I do have I do have some other random strains in my we're all pretty muddy genetic heritage. No, but no, I'm I'm I can still trace my lineage. I am like I would say with with pretty good confidence. What's your DNA test? Like ninety percent German Jewish, you know, mostly more or less fifty fifty. Anyway, um so they're challenging the arrests on the grounds of constitutional rights to free speech. But if your government can arrest you like this, uh, for you know, do you, do you, really? Doesn't sound like you had free speech to begin with. <laughs> On YouTube, eye to eye, another good commenter we haven't heard from in a while. I love a good chicken tikka masala. Garlic um, naan. Do you think they serve tikka masala and garlic naan in Indian prison? Because if so. I want to go to India. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you like Indian food enough to go like get locked up in India to Sam? 
<laughs> I'm thinking like we should do uh, uh, a tourist guide to jail food and go like get arrested in different countries for a week at a time in order to sample their jail food. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Minor little yeah. one week charges. Let's just see what the cuisine's like. It's like Anthony Bourdain, but like cooler. Didn't some famous <laughs> French philosopher say you can like judge a society by how it treats its prisoners? I feel like that's yeah, good. it's a way to judge the cuisine of the world. I I think I've thoroughly sampled. I, have I got? I don't think I've got any foreign jail food. Me either. I don't think I've even been arrested internationally at all. Chicken fried steaks, the shit in American jail. I just, I mean, at least on the East Coast. I mean, we did that's civil disobedience in Germany. I think I got arrested and like released. I didn't even get like cited or anything. So no food. Just your brown bag and your apple. Yeah, but no, I definitely haven't experienced any foreign jail food. But I've experienced, I guess we could do state by, you could do state by state in the U.S., right? Like, go get arrested for something dumb. Do non-cooperation for a few days. Get a sampling of the jail food and come out and write a review. <laughs> All right. One last uh, story in our COVID block and it's it sort of a co COVID nomics follow on uh, because travel is, you know, travel is been just a huge part of this. I'm looking at this picture from the next AP story, every single person in masks at airports. And it's like, it's the, nobody has medical exemptions. Really? No, people are being, mm, no, but the headline Oh, wait, we have another Twitch comment. Mitt Romney YOLO swag for 20. <laughs> With the Mitt Romney tiny face laughing avatar. That's, that's You just created that Twitch account, didn't you? Um, wait, don't go it's back. Go me. back. It's not me. It's not me. I swear. Oh, Jim, Jim is doing comments. Jim? Or Ed is helping with comments. No, it's not me. I'm not the guy on Twitch. I'm Twitch not is better for live streaming than YouTube. I can use PIP, picture in picture on Twitch for free costs money on YouTube. We don't stream directly through any of those actually. And this is one thing I'm very happy with about the the, the technological innovation, really kind of software server innovation, um, is that we use StreamYard. Uh, okay, Mitt Romney, Yolo Swag 420 on Twitch comments. But I'm here to show for Odyssey, a libertarian owned open source crypto based platform. What's our experience with Odyssey? Been? We are on Odyssey, but it's, it's, it's a little glitchy. It doesn't like uploading the full episodes and, uh, it doesn't seem to do a live stream. So we do have clips on Odyssey. We need to get more on top of that. Yeah. Uh, but hey, we're waiting for Starlink in August. So If someone wants to help us out with Odyssey, though, if you're here to fill for Odyssey, are you here to help with Odyssey? Send me an email, adam of the freedomline.com. We'd love to get you plugged in here. Twitch censored the word shill? Twitch. Yes. Come on, buddy. I did hear that their censorship may be a little bit more Gustafa-y. What? I thought we were going to Twitch because we had less censorship. We haven't had any problems with it yet. There's a lot of copyright things. So they're kicking, Twitch kicks gamers off if their radio is playing in the background and it's some sort of copyrighted music. So you can't listen to music while you play games anymore if you want to live stream on Twitch. So there's like weird copyright things, but I don't know that it's going to necessarily affect us. We're going to have copyright. I mean, the thing about this that kills me is it's like, it's it's a it's a stupid little thing, 
but it kind of kills the cultural references with this show. Like, we'd love to do a lot of, like, I do movie references and TV show clips and stand-up comedians. We've been playing clips from stand-up comedians all the time on the show. Um, and, and as, as, you know, to feature and promote them. And I hope they realize that, you know, the, this is a fucked up part of the system that by selling out, and I don't want to, I don't want to criticize anybody for selling out because everybody's got their own you know decision to make. Um, it, although when Joe Rogan does it for a hundred million dollars and gets paid to censor me, I have to say, I'm, I hope I'm worth some of that. Wonder what else is censored. Yeah. Mitt Romney, Yolo Sway, 420. It's interesting. Oh, uh, we have to, but, but that's something that like cultural references you can do if you're big. If you have production money behind you for a staff that does legal disclaimers and um, files the intellectual property and deals with other well, revenue so sources, then than just we, because we have to rely, I mean, page, so if we, if we got way more money from Patreon and could stream just for our patrons, we would totally do that. And just say, let anybody else rebroadcast wherever. Um, but we know that we can do our full, rich content stream without worrying about content censorship, trigger word censorship, whether it's fuck or shill or COVID. Uh, co don't say the C word. Uh, yeah. Shill. Really? Switch? But they, but then you put it up it, again. It, yeah, is it censoring? It, it censors it from the comments, so it's like it plug, it catches, Jim, and then it goes Jim away. A screenshot. He said that so censored Mitt Romney, all those swag for twenties use of shrill or shill, but did not do gyms. Anyway, to the next headline from the Associated Press: Southwest American delays hint at hard summer for travelers. So, to the Associated Press, this summer is already shaping up to be a difficult one for air travelers. Southwest Airlines customers have struggled with thousands of delays and hundreds of canceled flights this month because of computer problems, staffing shortages, and bad weather. It couldn't possibly be that in socialist countries you have shortages. Oh, did I say that about the airline industry? Yeah, no shit. Well, it'd be more fair to call it communist or corporatist or fascist. But either way, central planning leads to markets not being able to rise to meet customer demand. And in this case, there's so much intersection with statism when it comes to airlines, whether it's airports, regulations, corporatism in general, funding, keeping out the competition, all like uh, all of the legal nonsense that you need and why it's to, to operate as an airline and why there's this weird you know, oligopoly jockeying for position within that. But anyways, with that being said, that's our COVID block out of the way on a Monday. So let's smoke our COVID vitamins. And, and uh, I hope you are able to put this misleading medical advice to, to good use. David. Are we going to get pinged for that? For, is that why we're not doing the video from that? Are we going to get pinged for smoke weed every day? We can't do smoke. Joey, I don't think we can do smoke weed every day anymore either. You're probably right. Now, you know what we can do, though? We can uh, we can get a local DJ to make us a smoke weed every day track that is original, and then we don't have to worry about the censors. We just like rip up. But if we, it's the melody. We're referencing this melody. 
So this is, I, I, I mean, this, I, it's I a weird thing to complain about. It's a, it's a <clears throat> well, we'll see. Yeah, that's the thing. It's not an original. It's, it's well. Like it's, Vanilla Ice couldn't get away with it back in the Queen days. But now you just get to sample or remix something. No, the reason Vanilla oh, Ice true. didn't get away with it is because he denied it. Remember? You know, mine is ding, 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 ding. ding. <laughs> the Queen one is Ding, 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 ding. See, they're totally different. Yeah, it's original melody. I don't know what you guys are even talking about. Why, does it, why are you saying I'm a rip-off artist? I'm Vanilla Ice. Yeah. Um, see, I could play that clip of Vanilla Ice denying doing the dings on MTV and that epic cultural moment. And the fabric of uh, a culture could be strong. And yet, no, with intellectual property in, on the internet, the way we are doing it today, it's it's kind of choked out in a sad way all right so we've got this big story now um from massachusetts that came up over the weekend very interesting and we actually got this in the producers club as it was happening like you know when it was just a news alert people were sending it into the producers club and discussing it in there abcnews.com has this massachusetts police arrest group of heavily armed men claiming to not recognize our laws. And uh, this is this is a, a weird story, man. This is a weird story, top to bottom. Um, we're going to look at two versions of it, from ABC News to Infowars.com. Now, I'm not saying that Infowars is a reliable source, but hopefully Infowars has at least been known to distinctly vary from the mainstream, right? I think I think we can give uh, you know controlled opposition Jones that Alex C O C O it stands for so much. It does. Conscientious objector, controlled opposition. Anyway, Colorado. Colorado. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's it. Oh, you got the actual quote. Fyodor Dostoevsky yeah. once stated, "You can judge a society by how well it treats its prisoners." So said it right. Yeah. So. Nobody important is that is that who is is that our friend who's commenting on Twitch right now said they're going to try to figure out what's up what's up with Odyssey and streaming. I know Brett Weinstein just moved his stuff to Odyssey after YouTube slash ban slash demonetized him for talking about Ivermectin. That's coming out of the producers club, by the way, private producers club. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, by the way, I Ivermectin. Hydrochloroquine or chlor whatever whatever it is. Yeah. Um, the stuff. Injectable vitamin C. Okay. If you were gonna die of the flu or like go above and beyond to explore experimental flu therapies when you got the flu, you don't really need to be talking about that. Healthy disrespect for authority and uses. Alex Jones could, would have a lot more credibility if you think it's so hysterical reporting. Um, no, it would be if he was more factual in his reporting. I think he'd have more credibility. Yeah, if he had more facts. Hold on, I, I it'll go back to what I was saying because I, I, I didn't. I, I was making a point that I wanted to like caveat somehow about hydroxychloroquine. Okay. Oh yeah, about these about hydroxychloroquine. I learned how to say that a year and a half ago, and then forgot how to pronounce it. But uh, hydroxychloroquine, all these different therapies uh they do when you cover those and they censor it 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 
it really is an interesting parallel to the censorship of marijuana. Like right now we're going, do you remember when weed was illegal? Five, 10 years ago, we were going, do you remember when you couldn't talk about weed? Now you can't talk about this medicine. These are uh, any alternative therapies other than go to the hospital, get on a ventilator that'll kill you. Here we are again. Overprescribed. And, and you know what? I have, I would, I, this is one thing I'd like, I'd like uh, to ask the producers club for help on um, to look at, look back at ventilators, to look back at uh, alternative therapies. And this is one of my, one of my complaints from the very beginning was they're not letting information be shared, right? Like we should know how is it that we in this globally connected world haven't been talking to each other about what works and what doesn't with this shit. How is that not a thing? Because Facebook is censoring it and calling you an extremist. It's deeper than that, Joey. The FDA is saying that if you talk about these things, you lose your license. It's at that level. Oh, if you have information about things that actually work for treatment or curing of COVID, don't share it with each other. It has to, you got to share it with us first so that we can make sure it's stuff like that. I, I don't even know how it works, but it's, I've seen enough of these mechanisms behind the scenes to go like, okay, I can put the pieces together. We would be, be actually able to, anyway, back to the story, InfoWars, right? Um, but yeah, thank you for, for weighing in in the Producers Club um, about Odyssey and Twitch and uh, nobody important. If you want to uh, message me directly or Joey, we would really appreciate it. So InfoWars headline on this subject or on this story is heavily armed rise of the Moors members in standoff with Massachusetts police on I-95, a group of heavily armed men known as rise of the Moors in full combat gear and prompted police Saturday morning north of Boston to shut down a stretch of Interstate 95. And already some of the headlines about the, the freeway shutdown were so slanderous, yeah. blaming the victims, not the police for shutting, because they didn't have to shut down the freeway for this. Um I mean, there was no threat to like, oh, these guys are going to shoot passing motorists or you have to control the scene. I mean, if you needed more space, shut down a lane. I, I mean, I could sort of see that as reasonable, maybe. But they shut down the entire freeway. And I, I don't want to uh, belabor this point too much. But to the extent that there are real needs to shut down roads occasionally, uh, they have a huge cost in terms of driver's hours and idle engines burning fuel and all the other logistical externalities. This is I-95. I've been on this road from, you know, and Joey knows just north of where you used to live, right? You know, I used to drive all the way up and down, you know, the, the, the East Coast for IVAW activism. And this is a major artery freeway. This is not... This is I-95, Wakefield, Massachusetts, suburb of Boston. Yeah, I mean, you can see in the pictures, this is a big freeway. And what's interesting is is how, how this started. Because it was a, they said during a, a motor, the local police, back to ABC, 
Quote, during motor vehicle stop, several heavily armed men claiming to be from a group that does not recognize our laws exited their vehicles and fled into the wood line near Interstate 95. Now, I'm going to say something right now. I am a lifetime member of the Libertarian Party, and I do not recognize the unjust laws of the United States of America. Guess what? Now the cops could say this about anybody who identifies as a libertarian in any way whatsoever. Oh, you are uh, from a group. The libertarian movement, people who call themselves, well, that's a group now. A group that does not recognize our laws. And then that's what gets into the headlines. Now, does anybody recognize all of our laws? No, even even the Supreme Court, that the the law is a living thing. The Supreme Court, the Supreme Court's job (laughs) is to invalidate laws. (laughs) Like, hello. So this the first thing that's interesting about this is how it started. The incident took place around 1.30 a.m. when a state trooper came across a group of people refueling on the side of I-95 Highway in Wakefield, a suburb of Boston. The group was dressed in military-style uniforms, carried tactical gear like body cameras and helmets, and had long guns slung over their shoulders. Hmm. Now, first of all, Okay. Funny fuck up. You're driving in the middle of the night, heavily armed. Sure, I'm not going to contest. Well, I mean, heavily, okay. If these guys are heavily armed, you got to refer to police as heavily armed every time you mention police, you know? Um, But though they're armed by civilian standards, by, you know, non, uh, you know, cop standards, heavily armed, fair enough. Um, They're in tactical gear. Okay. You know? If you were law enforcement, you know, even as a reasonable person, you go, hey, due diligence, everything okay over here? Doing everything legal? Right? Um, And somehow, in the middle of the night, now, and they told the officials, they should have said nothing, perhaps. They may, I don't want to say they should have. Uh, They were on their way from Maine to Rhode Island for training. Sounds like, yeah, militia guys going out in the middle of the night, Friday, right? Uh, excuse me, going for their weekend warrior shit. You're going to go run around the woods and be militiamen for the weekend. Okay. Cool. Good Are there any militia groups out there that recognize our laws, all of them? No, because if you don't recognize some of our laws, then we can say you don't recognize our laws. If you don't, if two, all you have to do is say two, two. of the laws, two of the laws. Pick two laws if there are two that you don't recognize. You get one. One. I think you should be able to smoke at 18 instead of 21. Well, but you're, you're an extremist. If you don't recognize two of their laws, they can say you don't recognize our laws. And it sounds like now they just kidnapped a bunch of militia guys. Just fucking like, and I was like, got a dumb look. Like you ran out of gas on the side of the freeway and had to pull over and, eh. Don't be vulnerable. And and I have to say, like, that's probably a good thing for a cop. It's that's that if you're a cop and you see someone refueling on the side of the road, not to check their tag. As soon as the second you check tags, you're an asshole. 
But to pull over and go, hey, you got everything under control, everything okay here? Hey, I'm just going to turn my lights on behind you until you're done and you pull out Please for your safety. You. That would be a public safety officer responding to a scene like this, right? Now they see, hey, it's a bunch of heavily armed dudes going somewhere in the middle of the night and they're refueling on the side of the freeway. Like, And I've done that, I, but I have, I have, Joey, I have driven what? A hundred times the average American, I don't know, without commuting, something like that. But well, I travel a yeah. lot, ten times. I don't take it down scale, but um, you, you run out of gas. I've run out of gas. Time. Have you ever seen me run out of gas? Yes. Where? The bus ran out of gas twice. We ran the bus, bus out of gas. Sure. Yeah, and we but we had gas and we pulled on the freeway. Gas cans, no big deal. Back on the road at the gas gas station. I think that was when we were really trying to push it for uh, getting cheaper gas with the big ass RV. Uh, yeah, right? yeah, like trying to get over state like line to avoid attack. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, so it's usually a mistake, though. Who runs out of gas has to refill on the side of the road? Maybe you're driving drunk in the middle of the night. It's 1 30 a.m. On a, on a Saturday morning. Like, cops, pretty reasonable. They've got reasonable suspicion. Not to detain you, but to investigate. You're on the side of the freeway. We're going to peek around. We're going to ask some questions, right? Cops are reasonable up to that point. But then, anyway, how did this unfold? This is where it gets, details get murky. Because officials said they made two initial arrests, and the rest of the group, which calls itself Moorish American arms fled into a wooded area. As a result, a stretch of I-95 was closed and shelter-in-place orders were set for people who lived nearby. State police announced the first two arrests around 6.40 a.m. Eastern Time, five hours later, saying they were arrested by members of the Northeastern Massachusetts Law Enforcement Council in Wakefield. Police took them into custody and transported them to one of their barracks. Police negotiators talked to those in hiding, those hiding in the woods throughout the early morning, we're trying to successfully and peacefully resolve this. At 10.30 a.m. Saturday, Massachusetts State Police said in an update that seven additional suspects were being transported for booking. Officials had conducted searches of the two vehicles the suspects were in and the surrounding woods. In the afternoon, MSP said two additional suspects were located in their vehicles, bringing the total number of those arrested to 11, two initially on North Avenue, nine outside and inside the vehicles. Colonel Christopher Nelson said the, more, the remaining nine suspects surrendered without incident Saturday morning following the preliminary two arrests. I'm pretty sure if I'm a passenger in a car and you get pulled over as the driver, I sell the right to walk away. I'm not being pulled over. I'm not being stopped. The cop doesn't have a right to detain me for being a passenger. In the vehicle. I know that's not how it actually works. <laughs> but I'm talking about in and of itself, you apply natural rights to that circumstance. Yeah, you have the right to walk away. Absolutely. I, I I hate that argument. Don't run from the cops. So there's a difference between walking away because you have the right to walk away and 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 resisting. It's not and, and people are so trained to think there was a, a incident kid, Lyman Moses got shot. Pulling away, the officers poked him through his window, opened up his car doors while he was sleeping, and actually unlocked his door with their uh, their little baton, and 
He's like, what are you worried about my weed? And they're like, we don't care about the weed. He said, okay, I'm leaving. He drives away and they end up chasing him and, and gunning him down. Like, and that was the argument. Don't run from the cops. No, you have the right to leave a scene. If you have not been detained, you are. It's almost a trick. I, I wonder if, if cops are, if you're talking to them calmly, if, if, if they kind of want to bait you into walking away so they can say that you're fleeing, so they have an excuse to physically restrain you. They do poke. They, they, they absolutely so you have to be really careful with that. Although I, I want to say this is not so much a thing anymore. Like it's not a critical part of my message anymore to warn people about the brutality of the police state. It's just not have the same urgency. I'm not worried about this. I'm not like, what was this case you mentioned? Lyman Moses. Lyman Moses. All right, Mitt Romney, Yolo Swag 420 on Twitch again. Those guys were streaming the whole time. The police were exaggerating the deal pretty badly. Then the media was making comments about how they were blocking the roads and hiding in the woods. Meanwhile, you can see the guys live streaming and hanging out on the shoulder. Yeah, yeah. So huge, huge misreporting of this. Um, and and I mean, I have some questions. Like, is this in, in kind of an isolated incident? Do we not care about this beyond like? I mean, we care about these guys being victims. Uh, of government as the uh, abc news story goes on all 11 suspects are expected to appear in district court tuesday morning all on firearms and other charges nothing so nothing yeah like uh, and, and the language there that's like all on other all on firearm and other charges it's not a good sentence to describe reality here. Anyway. Um, Mateo on YouTube says they follow the laws and know them well. And I would have to assume that uh, a group like that would be well-versed in the laws. They would know how not to get detained and get themselves taken. I, well, here's – so they, they have a better explanation here. All of the men have been charged with unlawful possession of a firearm, unlawful possession of ammunition – Use of body armor in commission of a crime, which is really silly. Possession of a high-capacity magazine. Improper storage of firearms in a vehicle and a conspir and conspiracy to commit a crime. Uh, look, I'm not a lawyer, but it doesn't sound like they have anything. But they do under the current legal framework unfortunately for owning the firearms illegally and, i mean what are they is, claiming though I, we don't even know are they from a state where you don't have to register in that case they have travel no but see in this in this in massachusetts if you drive open carrying like this they've got laws to fuck you with it whatever they're throwing at them initially it doesn't matter even if they go, oh, well, that was the wrong charge. Okay. Well, beat the charge. Yeah, beat the ride. And even then, I don't think they can beat the charges here. I, I And I wonder, really, if this was, like, some kind of planned civil disobedience where they're like, we're going to like, But it doesn't look like that. It, and it looks like they got caught kind of managing their liability poorly. I, I mean, I... I if that I don't know, like it's real. We're gonna have to follow up on the story. But back to the Infowars version. Infowars says about eight to ten men. We don't have more. The ABC has accurate numbers here. We're dressed in combat gear, armed to the teeth. 
Wow. All right. With long guns and pistols. Well, then Massachusetts State Police Colonel Christopher Mason said it was that dumb journalistic trick of like attribution after statement. Mason said when the men refused to put their weapons down or comply with authorities' orders, they said the group does not recognize our laws. The men then sprinted into a wooded area where two men have been arrested. No threats were made, but these men should be considered armed and dangerous. Wakefield police said, we are asking residents in these areas to lock their doors and remain inside their homes. <coughs> the, two, the men claim to be part of a group called the Rise of the Moors and American Nationals, but not U.S. citizens. They published several videos of the standoff on their YouTube channel, Rise of the Moors, early Saturday morning about their take on the standoff in full combat gear. One individual cites specific U.S. federal government laws that underline they're not breaking any rules. So maybe they're setting themselves up for a legal challenge, and we we're gonna get we're gonna have to get behind them in a big way. Big like, thing. and and we're gonna want to really like we're gonna want to be call floods to Massachusetts offices and promoting these stories and and saying that you know the Moors, the rise of the Moors. They weren't doing anything illegal under federal law. And if they have the argument to do that, then I want to back them up on that 100%. If if they don't, and it's just we were sloppy and, we, ah, well, all right, maybe there's not the opportunity. But uh, they still we're still the in the phase. Of course, yeah. No, no, and, and, yeah, either way, I will fight for them to not do jail time. Um, situation. But like the Crypto 6, for example, the reason we promote this every day, it's not just because it's our friends. It's not just because it's righteous. It's because our friends have chosen to do something righteous and and do it where and in a way so that should they get in trouble for it, they become a fulcrum by which our leverage against the state is multiplied. Um, and with their case, with crypto and financial freedom, we might have that opportunity to do that with firearms freedom with the rise of the Morris case. Big K, my best guess is they were stating Massachusetts state law doesn't supersede Second Amendment. Now news making it appear they don't recognize law. Yeah, so they're doing a weird thing to set them up as like, you know, jury to, to spoil uh, any jury pool against them with the way they're being slandered in the media. But uh, is it planned? It's, it, it, I don't think this necessarily suggests that it's planned. This could. This is all in the realm of knee-jerk response. And if, a bad situation. If if our friends the Moors did plan this, then then you know, that then I think that's amazing because this is this is just that hardcore Second Amendment. I'm going to toe the line, face the consequences, and see how much we can stare down of your bullshit. Uh, Millstone Nat, friends don't let friends be righteous alone. <laughs> Oh, I'm trying to like not sneeze and yawn at the same time. Uh yeah. I'm I also I, I got up early and I've been doing chores and I forgot to drink water this morning. I feel dehydrated as well. So my tummy is doing weird things. By the way, fun side note here on all my fitness endeavors. I'm 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 kind of building up to the on it on it like okay, so seven or eight years ago on the first freedom tour. 2015, 2014, um, late 14. Yeah, I met somebody who was like, oh man, I'm vegan and I eat one meal a day. And there's this guy who does this video and I watched it and I was like, oh my God, there's no way I could do that. And then a couple of years later I went, you know, vegan-ish and I've been, you know, I mean, Joe, you know, how I'm for me, it's more consumer choice than being strict for any like health or proof shit. Although at some point I do want to go like, 
is she not vegan? You're vegetarian. No, I'm strict vegetarian. I'm strict consumer choice vegetarian, which means I'll eat meat if it's leftover or going to waste. And I'm, I have a general preference for vegan and consumer choice, but I'm not strict about it. Like that's, yeah. that's, I mean, I'll cheat and get a burrito with cheese and eggs every now and then. And my salads have dressing packets, some of which are dairy dressing, you know, like that's, you know, pretty minimal. Um, but I, since I decided I've been very, very strict about uh, consumer choice vegetarian, I don't buy or order meat for myself ever. Um, and I've gotten more to the, like one big salad in the evening. I don't know if I can do it today. I'm too fucking hungry. I need lunch. I'm going to need lunch. I'm going to need early lunch after the show. Hillbilly veganism is destructive. Oh, oh yeah. Jim, show, show him, show him my pink yoga picture. Show him what my body looks like. How, how much veganism is destroyed. No, and, and even then I'm like, I'm just, I'm, I don't want to play the like, Oh, look at me kind of game because of my diet or look what I'm proving, you know, cause they're, they're vegan bodybuilders out there. Like, you don't need meat. Uh, you don't need animal. I, so personally for as an ethics, ethics thing, um, I think vegetarian, if you if you say like, I really am more comfortable physically with animal protein, like comfort. Okay. Um, no, do the pink one, but yeah, that's cool too. Yeah. I mean, I'm probably, I've been like, I less Doesn't like seem to be minimal, minimal meat, <laughs> minimal meat. I mean like one or 2% of my calories, like over the last joy, what would you say over the last year? Cause you've known me eating like this for a couple of years now, mostly. Right. It's probably like one or two. Yeah. There's the pink one. <clears throat> Excuse me. Like one or 2% of my calories from meat and Maybe. like yeah. four to 8% from eggs and dairy at Perhaps most. I wouldn't even put it to 8%. So it's a super minimal animal protein diet for me. And I, I want to be, it's I, the only reason it's that, that much. Cheese. No. I, ne I never intentionally add cheese to salads, you know. <clears throat> we put bacon in uh, pea soup, but that's because we have bacon to get rid of. Yeah, it was leftover. Someone bought it for an event here. And Can't let it go to here. I was like, all right, well, well, we'll cook it up. So, like, I get a little bit, like, and, yeah, but the thing is, if you can have, if you have access to a variety of plant-based nutrients if you can get basically whatever fruits and vegetables you want and uh you can get eggs and dairy in whatever quantity you want then eating meat is killing an animal for pleasure now like i said comfort if you're more comfortable with animal protein okay eat eggs you can get animal protein that's actually more bioavailable and healthier for you without killing an animal so um if you and I would still kill an animal. I would kill you to survive. It was you or me? No, I, I, I wouldn't. I don't well, think I would. Thanks. But uh, <laughs> if it was me or an animal, fuck yeah, I'd kill an animal to survive. Well, okay, you know what? Depends on circumstance there too, right? There's a lot of shit. That, oh, this is now we're down the vegan rabbit hole. Um, don't eat the rabbits. <sighs> because like, if if I was young and healthy, and uh, you know, how to kill animals to survive. That'd be one thing. But like, say I was old, I was on my deathbed and I was decrepit. Right. 
and I'm hungry and I have access to a detonator device that could kill like all the moose within a thousand miles. And then there'd be one I could like nibble on and live for an extra six hours. I wouldn't do that. Right. So in that case, I wouldn't kill an animal to survive even. I hope you would join me in seeing the, the relative value in that equation without being squeamish about Tony Al Dorsey. Tony Al Dorsey. Tonya? Tonya. Al Tonya Al Dorsey. That's good. <laughs> on YouTube, I have bad respect for those folks that are vegan slash vegetarian. I'm trying to do that myself. I'm a work in progress, though, lol. Well, yeah. even then, cutting out cutting out meat for eggs. Just replace eggs. all your meat with eggs and, and try for while. Oh, cholesterol. Okay, don't go it's crazy. Tanya. Tanya. I know how to read. Woo. I don't. <laughs> um, it's gender bias. Right? I see male names. Uh, so anyway, the man in the video with uh, Rise of the Moore says, we are abiding by the peaceful journey laws of the United States of federal courts. He also cites a Supreme Court case that specifies merely carrying an arm or carrying a gun constitutes no offense. <clears throat> so they this, this may be like, and, and if they can show that they were like, I think what's kind of cool about like this might they might have done this intentionally. Yeah, because they could have put gas in their car unarmed. They could have got out of their car, left their weapons in. Not, no, 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 not that, not that. But that they were they were going that that they're what they're playing off is the traveling nature of this. That they they never left the freeway. They stopped deliberately in the course of traveling without leaving the freeway area at all, still on the shoulder, to put gas in their car, setting themselves up yeah. to get arrested. Very good point. They never even entered the town. They're just traveling through. And it could be that the whole running into the woods thing, and I think they just walked away. I, yeah. Right, I, I, like I running into the woods like, thing. Like yeah. Woods. I don't, I don't know like about that. that but that they, they chose then to peacefully separate now this this is really interesting because it might set up their legal case completely differently for the from the for the ones who walked away versus the ones who stayed with the vehicle who were still engaging in interstate uh, peaceful journey so sure. to speak um, that they didn't stop in any jurisdiction in Massachusetts they remained on federal interstates I don't know like. I, you know, I again, this gets to like, ah, now you're arguing minutia to uh, whatever. Um, Moose Girl, oh, wait, lucky they got arrested and not killed. Oh, yes, that's true every time there's a gun involved. So interesting to see that InfoWars here really just kind of repackaged the mainstream stuff on this, but then included at least the, uh, the rise of the Moors perspective on this. All right, Big K on YouTube comments, federal funding, highway, federal property, mass laws don't apply. See, like, and that could be if yeah, they win on this. We need to have, right? Yeah. Now. No, and the, the sad thing is that they might say, well, okay, well, we're going to let you four who stayed with the vehicles off, or I don't know, 11 people. It's weird. They're not releasing even like basic logistical details of this in the reports. Um, and I don't, I don't care to go back and watch hours of the original footage to figure it out to tell me the details of the story yet, because there's going to be more to this. We are going to get more into this story. Yeah, this is definitely not over. And uh, it, I, 
if but if they're able to sort of clearly establish yeah on the interstate only federal laws apply and state troopers and local police pulling you over on the freeway can't enforce local shit well heck i'm gonna feel a lot safer driving <laughs> and see that would be a de-escalation of the police so out of the story two bigger trends i want to point out that are like you know along with our theme of fissures fissures and fault lines in the matrix <clears throat> the um <clears throat> excuse me a couple things about this de-escalation of the brutality of the police state one we see a sign in this already in that they carried out the arrests without violence oh wow producers club notes here um nobody important Okay, we have we we'll get to you after the show on all that stuff about Twitch. Thank you for getting this. Yeah, I'm Mitt Romney on Twitch. Yeah, we figured uh, that out. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mitt Romney on Twitch is nobody important in the producers club. Cover blown. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, thank you, sir. Whoever you are, we'll get back to you after the show on that. Um, that's awesome. So the U.S. Sun. Oh, anyway, no, no, sorry, sorry. So the 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 other sort of fissures in the matrix are like pressure points that are leading to, to, to cracks in the matrix is that a lot more people are going to feel more comfortable engaging in this civil disobedience right now. I, if this is, and, and, and whether it's planned or not, this is civil disobedience. Absolutely. Um, the question is, I think, are, are we going to see like a wave of this? Because if, if, and I want to say to black Americans, yes, yes, you can turn it up now. I hope feeling that much safer confronting white cops with video cameras. Because until George Floyd will shoot you, take your camera, destroy the footage. Post George Floyd, is there another camera? Is it live streaming? Oh, shit. Uh, uh. Uh, well, at least I'm going to go by the book around you now. And there were, I, I, I didn't, I thought I saw one black dude and one white dude in this group of the rise of the Moors. I didn't look for the whole ethnic breakdown or try to play that game when I was looking at this story. Um, but I did notice that on Twitter, a ton of folks were saying, well, oh, obviously these guys were white. Otherwise they would have gotten shot. And it's like, no, nope, yeah. black dude, <laughs> black dude doing the live stream. How about that? Sorry. <laughs> Um, but another thing is the profusion of wealth. Just that when less people are struggling economically, paycheck to paycheck, more of them can afford to go for a weekend of training with guns. Simple as that. It, more can afford to go like I did when I went to Massachusetts for civil disobedience to curse at cops because <laughs> they made cursing illegal. It's so stupid. So I think this is this is a really cool story. We're definitely coming back to this. Speaking of coming back, the story of Shikari Richardson. Yeah. Did you see this, Joey? Yeah, they uh, covered this. No, 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 no. no. Carrie Clapback. Carrie Richardson slams the perfect people commenting on Olympic ban for weed, saying, I'm glad I'm not one of them. And I love the pictures of her here. This her smiling face and just with her, she's got like a, a female split ponytail top knot thing going on. I love I it. I dig it. Yeah. I dig it. I love her. Well, I glad I because I say that all the time. Well, at least I don't have to live like that. Like that's 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 one of my 
But so yeah, mm -hmm. that's great. That's Richardson, that. twenty-one, is currently the fastest woman in the U.S., but was handed a one-month ban by the International Olympic Committee after she tested positive for THC. Oh no, marijuana. Yeah, um, the ban means she means she will miss out on competing in the hundred-meter sprint at the upcoming Olympic Games in Tokyo. Although she could still be part of the relay team at the games, is the ban will have expired by the time it is run. I would walk off. I feel like I, that's, Such that's dumb my technicality. She's gonna be like, nah, I'm not gonna run that one either because. Or to qualify and then sit down and say something. Oh, and have a joint on the field. Yeah. That would be so great. I don't know if she's got it in her. She's 21, man. She's a beast. Uh, to be handed the baton and then like poke joint. a hole in it, turn it into a steamroller, and take a take a massive rip through the baton. So yeah, she gets into the real. Life. Richardson took to her Twitter page to clap back at all the commentators. She wrote, quote, the support, heart emojis, my community. I thank y'all, the negative, forget y'all, and enjoy the games because we all know it won't be the same. I'm sorry I can't be all Olympic champ this year, but I promise I'll be your world champ next year. She yeah. added, all these perfect people that know how to live life, I'm glad I'm not one of them. President Joe Biden appeared to support the IOTC decision because he hates cannabis. When he was asked for his thoughts during a July 4th weekend visit to Michigan, oh, well, I hate freedom, too, he told reporters. Rules are rules. Well, the rules are the rules, and everybody knows of the rules going in. Whether they should remain the rules is a different issue, but the rules are the rules. But I was really proud of the way she responded. And the things. Like you know, the, the thing. Remember the thing? Stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Chipotle. Chipotle. Yeah. Yeah. So at least there's some hitting back, but there's no I don't I don't know if I see any effort to fight it, but here's the I mean He's it, acknowledging that possibly it shouldn't be a rule. What, but, but the thing but is how this, do you change rules without breaking them? Exactly. So you can lobby and beg all you want until somebody makes a stand and makes a fuss. It so makes somebody it, sits at the front of the bus, makes nothing it changes. Unsustainable to enforce corrupt rules. So, in the case of Shikari Richardson, being that it's not like she's the second fastest woman in America on Earth, right? She's the fastest woman in the world, in the world, right? In the world. In the world. Yeah. Fastest woman in the world. It was like Michael Phelps. Fastest man in the water. Smokes pot. No shit. Grew up in Baltimore. Yeah, right. <laughs> Shikari Richardson. Fastest woman on Earth. Won't be competing in the Olympic Games because she had pot in her system. So you take out the biggest. Guess what? Like, come on. You think that you think the woman who gets the gold medal in the hundred meters is gonna like, and she doesn't beat Shikari's qualifying time on that. <laughs> That's gonna be great. It just disqualifies the Olympics. It discredits them. Fortunately, in her case, also according to The Sun, we support her. Shakari Richardson, still backed by Nike, despite marijuana scandal, as Brand appreciates her honesty and accountability. Shakari Richardson is still backed by Nike, despite her marijuana scandal, with the brand saying they appreciate her. Yeah, that's nice. The sportswear giant said it would continue to sponsor the runner after she was handed a one-month ban by the IOC. Nike said a statement. We appreciate Shakari's honesty and accountability and will continue to support her through this time. That's a kind of bullshit. I mean, it's I'm really glad that they didn't 
It'd have been cooler Cutter. if they like pulled all their branding from the Olympics altogether. Like that. Okay, that would have been, cool been supporting her, but that's not what Nike rep Nike is mainstream corporate giant, right? Here's here's their calculus. If they drop her at all, every pot smoker wearing Nikes goes and burns their fucking shoes on TikTok. Right, and no that, one buys Nikes ever. That, that would destroy. That thing, Nikes. Look at. be due to our hatred for country, Kevin Lewis. Yeah, um, why do you think she hates our country? I'm seeing that opinion everywhere. And, wait a second. Um, our country? No, this is this is my country. This is Gardenia. I live in Gardenia. It's not part of your country. If you want to be that collectivist, <clears throat> um, if you want to socialize countries. Hatred for our country. No. Um, but you might be confusing her with Gwen Berry, who actually protests. This is not a protest. This is just she got caught with THC in her system with drug test. Um, definitely. Well, Joey, let's be nice to the nationalists. They get confused a lot. Um, and the collectivists. They don't have a lot. They, they collectivists, less, I mean, Joey, Joey, nationalists, collectivists aren't good at thinking for themselves. This shouldn't surprise you. ABC or NBC News now. Um, interesting culture war story. Protesters clash outside LA spa over trans woman woman disrobing. Um, and there was like there's a big fight. Uh, Koreatown spa in LA. And what happened is a transgender woman apparently disrobed in an area reserved for women. Now, I don't mean to uh, challenge referring to Someone is a woman if they because and here's here's what it comes. To. I'll remind people this is this was a revelationary realization for me to clarify the issue, right? Your brain is more important to your identity than your body. If you have a man's brain and a woman's body and you want to identify as a man, I'll respect that. If you say that's more important, I'm still gonna say you are biological. We have to recognize you are biologically a woman, and that's the physical reality. But if in terms of social role of gender, how you identify, how you refer to, you want, yeah, I respect that. I have a lot of problems with how society deals with this and how potentially things that could be seen as disorders are instead celebrated. But I'm not going to judge that either. I'm, I, I haven't done the research. I'm not a doctor. Um, I don't have I don't have any direct experience. So. That could power individualism in general, too. Right, right. But here's where it's a problem. Uh, and, and the law makes it worse. Because in a spa, humans have expressed a market preference for, we're okay being naked with other humans who have similar bodies to us. There is this nudity right? spa culture and, thing. And like. part of it is a, is, a, is let's eliminate cross-gender sexuality. Although I've been to naked dude spas and there's gay dudes there. Like it's not, it's still weird. Like I don't get it. But when you've, so here's, here's where the, the private property is the answer to this. If you're running a spa, you get to set the policy. Sure. Here's totally. the problem. Dude with a penis identifies as a woman walks into the woman's area. Does the spa get to say, No, this isn't for women or men, this is a penis free zone? Because that's what our customers want. 
I maybe you could. And, I mean, and, they and have the right to say that. Like we're gonna say this genitalia here. This is a physical. It. This is this is not about your brain. This is about your body. And these are our standards based on what our customers want here. If you don't like it, there's other spas to go to. And this will be the place for people who don't like those other spas. But there's something about this story. Because it brings out all the anti-trans people. Trans dudes are putting penises in women's faces in spas. Those fucking creeps. We're going to go protest. And we're going to white knight. And we're going to protect our women from these dudes who think they can be women. Right. It's, and then it I'm also, but, but it triggers. So the thing is, the spa said they, the spa said they couldn't discriminate because of government. They could not let market forces even provide for safety of their customers in an appropriate way for whatever their standard is because of the law. And then also on the flip side, though, this brings out all the, the, the how dare you object to a transgender woman enjoying a transgender, a, a female bathroom facility. And that's why they're fighting in the streets over this. You were saying, Joey? Uh, I highly doubt that penis was being wagged in anybody's face. I'm, I'm just, I'm going to safely assume, because then you would have assault charges, right? Like, okay, not literally. Okay, I've well, sexual advance at me with their penis, whatever they identify as. Doesn't sound to me like that happened. It sounds to me like this person just went in there and changed their clothes, and Karen noticed that there was a penis. I, I would, I, I, I'd also just safely assume that this woman's might be kind of shy and probably not flaunting in a dressing room. That somebody just noticed it and made a big fuss. No, my, this is like I a naked spa this. area. Like you're hanging out, walking around. So it's, it's oh, like an open spa it's area. Spa. Spa I think it's like yeah. And I also want to point space. out, I have seen women on steroids who look like they have penises <laughs> but don't. I'm just saying, like, if you're in an area where people are naked, you might see some weird things, and you need to be okay with that. Or don't go somewhere where people are naked. And just private property in general. And when you try to regulate this, it pushes the private clubs into this weird elitist space, you know? Um where it's only if you can afford something really like country club where you can have a male locker room or and a female locker room and you don't have to put a rule up that says no trans but you 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 have a you have a cultural standard and it's softer and it's good that there are places for market preferences to be expressed like this i'm not saying this is a good thing in and of itself but say it's a it's an invite only country club and like maybe you invite a trans person and you know what if if they go into the women's a trans woman and they, they go into the women's locker room with the penis flopping around and they're just like I, I everybody's cool with it and the culture of our country club is we love trans women and we don't have hang-ups about penises we just have this weird tradition of separated male female bathrooms because men stink, and if you want to act like a woman and not stink and have a penis, we're to totally going to welcome you in our country club women's locker room with a penis. Or, as is probably more typically the case, it's the opposite, right? The and men's locker room stink? Is that bad? No. Okay, then I don't get it. <laughs> I, I, so, it, 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 it's a balancing of hang-ups and privacy, and... 
People should have the freedom to associate naked with whomever they want in whatever spaces that the, that the market will provide for, that they can create for themselves and their communities and their friends. And, and, and I think, I mean, I think the results of this is, is, is that you're like, I don't know, there's a whole other wave of sexual liberation. That's like, I mean, you could call that a crack in the matrix too, is you want know, to like a big fault line in the matrix is the impending sexual revolution because a bit, you want to talk, talk about like, remember I, I like, you should pay taxes. You should trust government to decide what drugs are good and bad. You should always obey them. Like these things that are the matrix of, of just common social paradigm that are that are imposed structures of control. Sex is a huge one. Like you should be afraid of STDs. Like that was, the, I mean, that was the big one I got in school and that stuck with, I was a virgin until I was 19 because, because of sex, government, because of government's sex ed. And my parents not talking to me enough, <laughs> right? But yeah, I was a virgin till I was nineteen, and I—I I mean, I, I don't—I don't regret it. I was—I was—I mean, I'm—I'm I'm cautious about sex and drugs in general. Funny thing is, dare that bullshit—that didn't scare me at all. I mean, I'm still very prude about my drug use. Like, I don't as much as I've experimented with. I know where if I'm going to put something in my body, I know where it came from. I know my circumstances. I know my risks. I don't. I don't do drugs at parties. I don't. I don't. I don't experiment with my consciousness in social situations. Don't take candy. Like from in, a, in like in an experimentation sense, no. So like I. I, I mean, those are like the. You know, yeah. Don't take candy. From All right. Was I making some other point there? Anyway, the sexual revolution. You know, like you should. You should marry your. You should marry one man and one woman, and you should get married and have kids and settle down. And and even if it's not like ingrained, there's a whole set of tax incentives and social incentives and 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 ways that we are controlled and manipulated uh, uh against our own happiness and the sexual revolution when you think about like how repressed we were in the 50s sexually remember that 70 years ago when none of us were alive remember the remember, 50s i remember my mother remember, trying to explain remember? that to me how like she was like you know, I couldn't talk about this with my parents and you yeah. know, she grew up sixties, seventies. And so she was, you know, open to, to discussing that with me when I started asking questions, but we have, was, a, yeah, we have a pretty good sense of how sexually suppressed the conversation was in the United States in the fifties. Like you just couldn't talk about this stuff. Mm -hmm. And you talk about your poops or your, and then with the sixties, like, with the sexual revolution of the sixties, you could at least start to talk about things. And I think we got like, 10% of the way there to like getting, I mean, to just getting real with sex, just getting just comfortable over hangups and bullshit and doing it better. And, and, you know, objectively better with standards based on truth and science, as opposed to, you know, cultural norms, expectations, fears, et cetera, healthy disrespect. And you, some of us who are alive in the fifties, Oh, we have old people in the audience today. Excuse me. Excuse me. Um, yeah, it's all of those, all those of you who are, uh, let's see, 1960, 19, or the 2021, 60, 61 years. Anyone over 61 was alive in the 50s. I hope we have some over 61s today. Don't worry, you can't catch COVID from watching Adam versus the man, despite what YouTube tells you. Moose Girl 08 on YouTube, you weren't supposed to talk about mental health issues, too. That's a, See, that's, that's another huge. big one. And that, well, that's connected to the drug asylum. war. Yeah. We were just watching that random, like, worst things in history video. It was like, instead of getting divorces when men didn't like their wives because they weren't being submissive enough, they could just say they were crazy and get them put in an asylum. And they did. 
like that was a big like societies that could i mean where you couldn't like the women were just abandoned or who knows what else they were subjected to we're still getting through that fog too i mean people are still like they don't want to go see a therapist because they don't want to they don't want to assume they're crazy and it's like cycles of generational trauma we are evolving past all right get your last shots in for the comment contest as we breeze through our last few headlines here ap 20 years after 9 11 lawsuit against saudis hits key moment as the 20th anniversary of 9 11 approaches victims relatives are pressing the courts to answer what they see as lingering questions about the saudi government's role in the attacks who knows it took a the lawsuit took a major step forward this year with the questioning under oath of former Saudi officials, but those depositions remain under seal and the U.S. has withheld a trove of other documents as too sensitive for disclosure, of course. From Yahoo, this is from The Guardian, nightmare scenario, alarm as advertisers seek to plug into our dreams. When brewing giant Coors launched a new advertising campaign earlier this year, the format came as a surprise to many. The company was planning to infiltrate people's dreams to get them to buy and presumably drink Coors beer. Coors encouraged people to watch a short online video before bed, then play an eight-hour soundscape through the night. If successful, this targeted dream incubation would trigger refreshing dreams of Coors. <laughs> wow, that's creepy. Who would sign up for this? This is an I interesting experiment. College kids. Um, yeah. Another interesting health insight from DNYUZ.com. Colon cancer is rising and younger adults do sugary drinks play a role. Now, yeah, here's the the, the, the crazy statistics. From 1977 and 2001, that was the window they have stats to look at. So think 1977, 2001, during those years, 24 years, figures rose from 5.1% of total calories to 12.3% among 19 to 39 year olds, 4.8 to 10.3 among children 18 and under. Wow. Calories from sugary drinks go from 5 to 10%. That's, that's a massive fucking up with the health of like a, a whole generation. With the push of sugar drinks. As a child. I'm just love you, mom, but colorectal cancer now linked to excessive sugary Cola? drink consumption. <laughs> colorectal cancer, perhaps Crohn's and sensitivities to gluten and other bullshit diseases of modern dietary abuse. Uh, we're gonna have to come back to this fun one from the AP. Some Chinese shun grueling careers for low desire life, you know, low vibration people, low expect. I I think this is what I would describe as the low expectations lifestyle. Maybe fun opening monologue tomorrow. Quick update on the Miami condo collapse. Controlled from USA Today. Controlled explosions as demolition crews blast what's left of collapse Florida condo. Yep. And from the independent, oh, back to, we had another sports story. Olympic athletes will not be able to wear swimming caps for natural hair during games. A black-owned swimming cap brand created for natural hair has been denied certification for use by athletes at the Olympics. So when it comes to hair, you must be unnatural. When it comes to steroids, you must be natural. Right. Smells like racism. So this, I mean, this swimming caps, it's it's for big hair, right? It's to accommodate 
Yeah. I mean, we're, we're talking afros and dreads, yeah. typically among athletes. But it could be a white dude with big. I mean, I could be at the point where no, I guess I could pack this into a normal. You get pretty long before I couldn't pack this into a regular. Suit. But like, if it was thick dreads, and it's funny because you, you, Joey pointed out that that athletically, hydrodynamically, it's a it's a it's slight disadvantage. But it's like that's and and you think about all the times in history black people have been forced to cut their hair. Yeah, cut dreads. I witnessed. Fuck this you, IOC. This is. Ugh. Ugh. All right. We also have a ramping up in ransomware from AP News. Ransomware hits hundreds of U.S. companies. Security firm says nothing on the internet is real. Just a friendly reminder. WSILTV. WSILTV. WSILTV.com. Yeah. News three. Don't dump pets. Missouri Department of Conservation warning after large goldfish caught. Holy shit. Yeah, look at that. Runaway goldfish. Um, to the point that this nine-pound butterfly koi goldfish oh at Blue Springs Lake Remembrance uh, over the weekend where it was caught, yeah, being held up. <laughs> you can see that pretty cool picture there. Yeah, fun note. But to end on a genuine positive story, NBCnews.com, Boy Scouts reach $850 million settlement with tens of thousands of sexual abuse victims. The settlement is the largest in a child sexual abuse case in United States history. And while there are many, many, many problems with this I could rant about, this is a big measure of justice. And again, cracking the matrix, perhaps, as we see the expectations of justice rising. And with that, Get your last comments in before we get to Joey. Jim, give us the producer notes. What's going on? Great show. I'm glad you did everything. That was pretty cool. At the end, I was going to play video of that. Join t.me forward slash Shadowverse Samantha public telegram channel. You can find links to everything we covered, even the stuff we breezed through at the end of the show. Adam versus man forward slash patreon.com forward slash Adam versus the man is where you can go to support the show. Instagram at the garden of freedom is where you can find pictures and videos of everything in Gardenia. Homefrontbattlebuddies.com is the best nonprofit with tax deductible donations. The crypto six.com is where you can go to uh, write to Mr. Nobody who's sitting in a cage for the Bitcoin church that was raided and go green energy online.com is the best website for do it yourselfers looking to look, learn more about solar panels and off grid, et cetera, et cetera. Have a good day, everybody. Awesome work, producer Jim. Joey, comment contest winner. Comment contest. There weren't a bunch, but two unique makes me uh, makes me think the phone calls made from the planes involved in 9-11 is a significant glitch. And I thought, cocked my head. I'm like, how? And I'm like, nah, man, we didn't. Our phone sucked in 2000. You still can't get phone service on a plane. No, people were calling their family on the way down and shit. You remember that? That is a pretty significant glitch or crack. So that's uh, that's what I would win. That you know what that yeah no for that great callback, but also that is really true to the definition of glitch in the matrix because excuse me or at least the analogy covers over very accurately to that. If you think you know nine eleven was an inside job, and I don't want to say inside or outside, but clearly it was a let it happen on purpose or a made it happen on purpose, and and even just publicly indisputable facts can't get you away from that much. And let it happen on purpose means there was a lot of culpability in cover up and and spin afterwards. And one of the things is, oh yeah, we had these phone calls from people on the planes, and you go, 
Hmm. But and it's it's almost such an absurd lie of that that and there's so many other things about 9-11 that you just go, are you're trying to distract me from something, aren't you? No more distractions. And with that, goodnewsnetwork.org from this day in history, July 5th, it was on this day in 1865, William Booth founded the Salvation Army in London, giving rise to endless jokes about joining the militant wing of the Salvation Army. Mwah, peace and love, y'all. Choose happiness and be excellent to each other. Thank <laughs> you.